You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at NolaJake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Wednesday, day after a massive victory for New Orleans, a 138-117 win over the Portland Trailblazers uh, to claw back a little bit into the playoff race. We're going to spend a significant amount of time on today's show talking about this because, frankly, it was a masterclass for the Pelicans after the first quarter. First quarter, not so great, but everything else, pretty, pretty awesome. That's, you know, the best way to put it. We can sum it up very simply here. Drew Holiday, excellent. Zion Williamson, even more excellent. It was a great win, and I want to talk about this one because I am fired up Uh, after seeing that and how much fun this team can be. Then if we have a little bit of time, we'll talk about one or two other things, but mainly focus on this game today, uh, last night and today. So I'll touch on everything you want to hear about this one. Let's just basically relive it because it was that great. So let's cover it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So last night was a hell of a lot of fun outside of the first quarter. And the first quarter didn't go uh, the right way for New Orleans with the Portland Trailblazers winning 36-27 and then kind of burying New Orleans in a hole around the middle of the second. The Pelicans were down by as many as six points in this one Uh, and then they just straight up turned it around and all of a sudden that 16 point deficit was barely a deficit at halftime just a two point deficit and then in the third quarter absolutely took it to the Portland Trailblazers 41 to 21 in that period before finally pulling away in the fourth quarter winning that one 34 to 31. Terry Stotts the Blazers head coach threw in the towel with about nine and a half minutes remaining in the game. He did a five-man substitution just pulling all of his starters and just basically going now nah, you guys take it whatever we're not we're not trying to win anymore and that's how demoralizing the pelicans were treating the portland trailblazers for that to happen that early you see that maybe with like five minutes left with nine and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter you don't usually see that but i think he realized it just wasn't the night for the trailblazers in new orleans was the like by far better team. So how'd they get down in the first place? And it was a couple of things. It was particularly sloppy play uh, from this team. Um, Offensively, they had a number of turnovers and unforced errors where they just gifted the ball, the Portland Trailblazers. You also dealt with a bunch of offensive rebounds for Portland. Defensive rebounding looked like it was going to be an issue in this game. Portland grabbed six offensive boards alone in the first quarter and everyone else was hurting New Orleans except for Damian Lillard. Lillard, who, by the way, had been averaging 42, 10, and 6 per game on 52% shooting from three. Was not the case on the night, but we'll touch more on that coming up here in a minute. So it was the first period of the Pelicans just hurting themselves, not boxing out well, not timing their rebounds well, and just missing a lot of really easy things. 
And then they settled down in the second quarter and started to go to work at chipping away this lead. They were forcing turnovers from the Trailblazers. They were taking care of the basketball. And at times, they could not miss. It was an unbelievable run from basically the middle of the second quarter on through the end of the game. So by the numbers in this one, the team was led by Zion Williamson, who is so freaking good, you guys. 31 points on the night, nine rebounds, five assists. He was 11 of 14 from the free throw line and 10 of 17 from the field. That is a breakout, otherworldly-esque performance. He easily could have had a double-double in this one um, and was just so dominant. There was no answer they had once he got going to the Portland Trailblazers. He was going right at Hassan Whiteside, scoring around him, being too quick for him. When they matched up a guard on there, he realized it and could it would call for the ball and seal off his man. Something that I want to talk about either maybe, maybe in the third segment here or at some point this week. The seals he has on the block in the post are unbelievable. He was so good. And again, his second jump of his boards, yes, three were defensive, but six were offensive, grabbing his own and grabbing others. The second jump he has and the quickness on it, the burst he has, is like something I've never seen before. And when you talk to people in and around the league, they all say the same thing. This guy just can time when to jump for a ball, and if all of a sudden he realizes it, he's going to be quicker than you, and you are not going to win this battle whatsoever when it comes to getting that board. He's going to beat you. And he did six times in this one against the Portland Trailblazers. Hassan Whiteside, look, I'm not a huge fan of his, and I think he puts up some empty numbers, but you know, rebounds are still rebounds, and he's very good at getting them. And he was rendered at times ineffective by Zion Williamson. Whiteside averages 14 boards per game, and he got his 14 in this one. But he should have made things way more difficult defensively for Zion Williamson on the defensive glass, and he didn't. Zion is that good, and you got to see him in full-on display in this one. We're going to save Drew Holiday for the next segment because that dude was also masterful. But you got big performances in a game where Brandon Ingram didn't even play. And Josh Hart was a big, big reason why. Getting the start in place of Ingram, 17 points on the night, six rebounds, three assists. That dude just hustles so damn much and does everything you want. Played solid defense if he was on Lillard, if he was on Carmelo Anthony, if he was on, um, as one of my cats is running around with a squeaky toy, uh, on uh, CJ McCollum or anyone. And he just did what he needed to do. And he goes out and plays so hard. He was seven of 10 tonight, two of five from three, one of one from the line. Pretty cool to see from him. Derek Favors big in this one as well. 6.7 rebounds, two assists. Just battling down low with Whiteside, making the right play and showing why he's a key contributor for this team. Um, let's touch on the other guys coming up. Let's take a quick break here because there's so much good stuff and we can spread this one out because it was such a fun game to watch. So coming up, we'll keep talking about this matchup with the Portland Trailblazers and the big win that it was for New Orleans. So before we continue on talking about this game, don't forget on the fly, the Pelicans official Twitch show, which I co-host with Gus Kattengill of ESPN Radio 100.3, the flagship station for your New Orleans Pelicans. Going to be back on Thursday before the Thunder, 5 p.m. Central. We're going to be live courtside talking all things Zion and the Pelicans, and we can take your questions live in the moment there and answer them live on the stream. It's going to be a lot of fun, particularly with how well this 
this team is playing. So I hope you'll join along. Go to twitch.com slash pelicansnba, twitch.com slash pelicansnba. You can make an account, you can follow it, or you can just log on to that site, that link, and just watch it without having to do any of that stuff. Um, But if you want to ask questions, it's a great way to get involved. Again, it is the Pelicans team, like the team's official Twitch show. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be playing a game. We're going to be interacting with you all as we gear up for another big game, the final game before the Pelicans have the all-star break. I cannot wait. I am super fired up. It's going to be fun. Join along pelicans.com. It's not pelicans.com, twitch.com slash pelicans NBA. So let's just keep on rolling and talking about this victory, the 138-117 victory over the Portland Trailblazers, a game the Pelicans desperately needed to get. We mentioned Josh Hart, Zion Williamson, Derek Favors, Drew Holiday. Let's talk quickly about Lonzo Ball in this one. 16 points on the night, 10 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals, uh, and 2 blocks. He was good. He made one three in this one with seven of 12, but you could feel his presence out there on the court. Um, and you saw more aggression from him than we've probably seen in a very, very long time. Now, some of that came in transition, and New Orleans in general was fantastic in transition in this one. 35 fast break points. The Trailblazers only had 15 turnovers, so they just weren't running on uh, you know mistakes by Portland. It was after a defensive rebound. They were all trying to leak out in transition once they stemmed the bleeding from those offensive rebounds that Portland was getting and just bolted down the court. How many football touchdown passes did you see from everybody trying to get some of the ball down low for an easy fast break dunk or layup? And oftentimes you saw Zoe streaking down the court to get that pass from Zion, from Melly, from Drew Holiday, whoever it was. They were all kind of working as one unit, making the right read, the right play, and trusting each other. And that led to those fast break points. And Lonzo was a big, big part of it. You look at this game when he was, and so he gets those fast break points early on. And this is a dude whose confidence is so important to how he plays. And once he gets some of those fast break points, the cats are going freaking nuts here, you guys. And I am sorry. Uh, They're fired up about the Pelicans. As well. So, look, Zoe in transition and everyone in transition was great, and that's what you want to see. So when uh, Lonzo gets some um, confidence like that, he became aggressive the rest of the game. He was driving. He was attacking in ways we don't normally see from him and just shows you if he can ever have a couple of games like this, this is when he will be able to really turn it on and make a big, big difference for this team. You had to like what you saw from him. Moving to the bench, J.J. Redick, 20 points, 4 of 7 from deep. Dude was freaking feeling it. He would make a three and was excited. He was into it when they were getting stops and the Portland Trailblazers were missing when Damian Lillard was shooting a free throw. He was basically calling it a miss and waving his arms. It was really fun to see this guy feel settled and right at home with this team and just enjoying going out and playing basketball with these dudes. Five of 10 from the field, four of seven from deep, six of six six from the line, pulling a couple of free throws and trips to the line, a very veteran crafty moves. Jackson Hayes got 11 minutes of action, nine points, three boards, holding it down defensively and offensively. Nicolo Melli in almost 28 minutes of action, 10 points, nine rebounds, three assists, two of eight from deep, four of 10 from the field, making his presence felt out there in a variety of ways. 
plays, and since the calendar has turned to 2020, he's been awesome. Each one more was a steadying force for the Pelicans at one point in this one. Seven points on the night for him, and then you had a tremendous game from Frank Jackson, who closed out the first half um, and played some very key minutes and had a big role in this game. 13 points on the night, five assists, two rebounds, three of four from deep, four of seven overall from the field. Defensively, he was a very big presence in this one too. Oftentimes taking CJ McCollum, at times being switched onto Damian Lillard and other guys. One-on-one, he's a very, very good defender. And you could see him intelligently figuring out what Portland was trying to do and anticipating it and kind of beating them to the punch. He was really good. If you look at him off the bench, he was a plus 15 on the night. That's a significant number, and there's a reason Gentry went to him early, especially to close the half when the Pelicans went on a run to keep this game close and from getting out of hands. Key minutes from him and a major, massive performance on both sides of the ball. Now, speaking of both sides of the ball, there's Drew Holiday. And this, as much as we want to talk about Zion and the 31, 9, and 5 that he put up, You don't win this game without Drew Holiday and what he gives you both offensively and defensively. This dude played out of his freaking mind in this one. By the numbers, 16 points, 10 assists, 4 rebounds, uh, 7 of 12 from the field. That's good. That's almost 60%. 1 of 4 from deep, 1 of 2 from the line. He was so good, though, pulling the strings of the offense, being that go-to scorer when Zion wasn't out there on the court and doing whatever you asked of him. And he also knew when to take breaks. There were periods of time offensively where he just chilled. He knew that he was just out there to play some defense, defer to Zion, defer to some of these other guys, step up if you need to, but conserve your energy because there is something bigger going on, and he knew what that was. Defensively, he was awesome. I talked what I thought about the, uh, you know, a lot yesterday about what I thought the scheme was going to be. You picked uh, Damian Lillard up early. They didn't really do that. They trapped him with the big, that is for sure at times. But a lot of this was one-on-one Drew Holiday defense. And the scheme was not what we were expecting. Let's save it for the next segment because we can go deep on this one because he was really, really good. And we'll talk about some of the individual performances more in depth uh, about how some of these guys play, particularly Drew Holiday and his defense. Because again, you cannot overstate how fantastic it was in this win over the Portland Trailblazers. So we'll get to that here in a moment, but before I do that again, don't forget the Pelicans official Twitch show, twitch.com slash PelicansNBA on the fly, hosted by myself and Gus Kattengill of ESPN Radio 100.3 FM. Going to be live before the game on Thursday as a cough at uh, 5 p.m. Central. We'll be able to take your questions, talk some Zion, talk playoffs, all of that. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Join us, won't you? Uh, Twitch.com slash PelicansNBA. So Damian Lillard had been scorching hot coming into this game. Again, over his last 10, 42 points, 10 assists, and 6 rebounds per on 52% shooting from deep. It's really freaking good, you guys. And he was held to half that. 20 points on the night on 16 shots. uh, 0 for 4 from deep. And about half of his points, 8 of them, came at the line. He did have 6 assists. He did have 5 rebounds. Um, but he wasn't his usual self. And that credit all needs to go to this Pelicans team. It wasn't like an off night for Damian Lillard. 
they really limited him. And it started with Drew Holiday. So I thought you'd run what you did against Damian Lillard in the playoffs a couple of seasons ago, where you really trap him kind of high up with a big, let the big recover, and just try and force the ball out of his hands into someone else. And if one of those people beat you, like, you know, what are you supposed to do? And this kind of happened for the first quarter. It wasn't Damian Lillard that did damage. It was others that were doing work. Carmelo Anthony, Hassan Whiteside, CJ McCollum. Anthony finished with 18 on the night. Whiteside, 17 and 14. CJ McCollum, 20 points on four of eight shooting. And, like, if that happens, like, you, you live with it and you're okay with everything. And... So things were kind of working, but as the game went on and those guys didn't beat you and Lillard wasn't getting going, you felt really good about the Pelicans' chances to kind of come back in this and eventually take the lead, which they did. Lillard was handled pretty well by Drew Holiday, and they didn't run that as aggressive of a scheme as I was expecting them to do. They let a lot Drew Holiday do a lot of one-on-one defending, and whenever Lillard would t- try to drive, Drew read this dude perfectly. And just limited it to the point where Lillard would need to get the ball out of his hands. And when they tried to run a screen, you can't have Drew Holiday going through a screen on this one. If you go underneath a screen to try and take that drive away, Lillard's just going to shoot. If you go over the screen, he's going to torch the big going to the basket because the big's slightly out of position on that. You have to play defense against him basically perfectly right now. And the Pelicans did. So when there was a screen, they would switch. You'd have the big on Damian Lillard. And that's difficult because, frankly, if they stay out too far, he's going to get around him and score at the rim. And if you drop back too far, he's going to shoot a three. So the bigs in Zion Williamson, uh, Jackson Hayes, Derek Favors, and Nicolo Melli all did a really good job of slowing him down enough for Drew Holiday to run back over, take over that the defending duties on Damian Lillard, and let the big go back to the big, and then keep it how it should be. The bigs were just as important as Drew Holiday's defense in this one, and they did a very good job. Uh, you know, and I said this could be a struggle. You've seen Derek Favors and Jackson Hayes not be great at that sort of thing, but they were really good at this in this game last night, and I think that's a really big sign. I said this is going to be where we're really going to feel out this team. I feel really good about the defense after this one. And it was great to see Zion involved in that as well. He hasn't been great with help defense, but certainly he can cover and is athletic enough to switch on a screen and cover Damian Lillard when that would happen. And the Blazers tried their best to not have that even occur. They didn't really want Zion on there because I think they realized that wasn't in their best interest. It wasn't the mismatch they were hoping for. Um, So we had a few moments with that, but the other bigs really, really stepped up in this one. And that was a big key. Uh, to getting this victory. There are a number of things, and it's the fast break points and just the way they got out and ran and did exactly what you would want. The hustle and the energy and effort from basically everyone on this roster, uh, and then Drew Holiday's defense. And of course, Zion putting up 31, that helps too. Uh, but this was a pretty complete game from New Orleans, and they did it with the absence of their maybe their best player, Brandon Ingram, their all-star, who's been excellent this year. And it shows you this game and then the Pacers game of stepping up without Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson against another playoff team is been, has been impressive. And you're seeing why this team didn't want to make a move at the trade deadline. Each one more gave you really good minutes in this game. Maybe they try and bring him back. Same for Derek Favors. Maybe try and bring him back. Yes, they're expiring. Yes, you could get assets for them potentially. But right now, I think they really believe in this team and they're showing it. And also, as I said on Twitter... I'll leave it at this. There was one team that really thought they were going to get Drew Holiday in a trade. 
And clearly their offer wasn't good enough. Otherwise he'd be on there right now. And that team is probably going to, if they want him, this offseason is going to have to pay a whole lot more because Drew Holiday was masterful in this one. This was just a really fun game overall. And also, shout out to the Smoothie King Center crowd and the Pelicans fans that were there. The immediately, everyone I talked to at the game, and I'll talk to a lot of people in the media uh, with the team, and then usually people, if they see me kind of walking around the concourses, I'm always running around trying to get from place to place, want to say hi and chat for a minute. And everyone seemed to know that this was a very big and important game for New Orleans. The crowd was full by tip-off. It was pouring outside at one point before the game started, uh, which can delay people from getting there, but people were coming in soaking wet, ready to cheer. I don't want to say it had like a playoff atmosphere to it because I don't think it did. But this crowd really knew that there was something big on the line here. Now New Orleans has beaten Portland three times this season. They've got one more game to go. But you now would have the tie break over them should you both finish tied uh, for the eighth seed. That's big. That's really, really big. It just means that if Portland does finish an eighth, you know, you don't have to finish with a better record than them. It saves you a game. You can lose one more. And so I think that's a really, really big thing. Um, and in there, you know, a team that's been surging, they have an easy record. So clawing back just a little bit, I think really matters in terms of the standings. Because, you know, maybe we're expecting Memphis to fade a little bit. But this is why this team didn't make a knee-jerk reaction at the trade deadline. They didn't give up assets to go and get anybody. And they didn't send anyone out to bring back assets. They trusted what they've been doing here. They've trusted the coaching staff. They've trusted the players. And it's showing that it's paying off. And also, Zion Williamson helps a whole lot with that too because this dude is straight up historic. So a really fun night in the Smoothie King Center on a night that the Pelicans had to get a victory. You could call this a must win, I think. And they stepped up and they did it by shutting down maybe the hottest player in the NBA and then playing the exact style of ball, which is really fun to watch, that they've wanted to do all season. Fantastic win, big win for New Orleans. Everyone should be applauded for this one, including you, Pelicans fans, for the way you all stepped up in the Smoothie King Center too. All right, so that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans, touching entirely and covering hopefully everything when it comes to this game. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget Twitch show Thursday before the um, game against the, which is tomorrow, I guess, against the Oklahoma City Thunder. In tomorrow's podcast, we'll mention it a whole lot too. We're going to have some fun on there, twitch.com slash PelicansNBA. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow. 